In the beginning, there was not one universe, but many. With many worlds almost exactly like Earth. Here to report on those many worlds is the Multiversal News with Greg Leinweber. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Multiversal News. Today, I have a wonderful, wonderful guest here named Pat Booth, who is uh, one of the shakers and movers of the uh, Norwest Con. Uh, Pat, I'd like to just jump right into these questions right now and, and ask you, how long has the Norwest Con been going on? Well, Greg, first, I don't want to embarrass you, but my last name is Booze. Booze? It is booze. I know. Oh, See, people no. do that all the time because they cannot believe that anybody would have the last name of booze. Well, that's a, I guess I it's a common mistake, and I apologize. No, it's fine. It's fine. But you know, I knew you. I know you would enjoy the booze. <laughs> yes. Wait, I, I made. I should have said that. Uh, well, I no, know. I do enjoy booze very okay, much. In okay. fact, a little bit too much. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, NorwestCon has been. This we're in our thirty-fourth year, as a matter okay. of fact. 34 years. No, that's on 34. It's a long time ago. It is. I was, I was 20 when you guys were starting this up. Yep, yep. Now, I'm not part of the original gang. I came kind of in the middle of Norwestcon 8. But my husband actually was, he, he started out with Norwestcon 1. He's one of the oh, real yeah. old timers. Oh, wow. I married uh, Fandom. Fandom. <laughs> married in Fandom, yes. Oh, well, that's the best way to go. Yep, well, I yeah, kind of think well, so. You, you married someone you've been secretly worshiping all your life. You had, <laughs> what could go wrong, right? Oh, I don't know if I want to tell him that. <laughs> that's kind of dangerous, Greg, now. Well, all right. Well, I said it. So okay, you, you can, said it, so that's okay. You've got deniability right. in this case. He is cute, though. Oh, okay. Most, well, uh, no, no, don't oh, okay. even. No, okay. he's the shy one. Oh, well, it's then the yin and yang kind of thing. He's like Thomas Jefferson to your James Monroe. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. All right. we'll, we'll it's play. kind of true in fandom, you know, it's the yin and yang. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, the shy people tend to seek out more uh, uh, extra, ex extroverted people. That's it. Yeah, I have sort of a weird combination of both. I, I actually did my. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I could talk about that for ages. Believe me, I love talking about myself, but I'm, I'm supposed to be interviewing you. Oh, about that's the, right. <laughs> and talk about the convention. Yes, the science fiction convention, the Norwest Con. Well, we'll go for some booze afterwards and talk about you. Oh, that sounds like oh, a great okay. idea. Oh, well, uh, sure. Now, the Norwest Con, um, what, what, do you have? Do you know anything about the history of how it began? What, oh, I do. How, how, what, who germinated the idea? Who first put the proposal out there? Who first pushed to have the first Norwest Con? Okay. Well, there was a small group of fans in the, the local area. Greg Bennett is actually was our first chairman. And he belonged to kind of a literary club. And it was like the Northwest Science Fiction Club. Ah. And they joined up with another club locally. And what they wanted to do was, is they wanted to run a world con. So they decided before they could bid for the Worldcon, which is the world exposition of science fiction and fantasy, they needed to start running their own convention. So Norwestcon 1 was actually a trial, a practice run for bidding on and winning the Worldcon bid. Did we ever get the Worldcon? We, as a matter of fact, never did. <laughs> but who needs them? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, by Norwestcon 3, it was like, well, why do we need to have a Worldcon? We're doing everything they're doing, and we're having fun, and we can do it our way. Yeah. Because um, the Worldcons were at that time were mostly based on the East Coast. Yeah. And so, 
um, the West Coast were kind of were kind of even today thought of as little radical as far yeah. as running conventions and fandom. So anyway, those two groups got together, and then a couple years, then the uh, Puget Sound Star Trek group joined in in running the convention, and that really gave us a base of volunteers and then people to come to the convention. And we've grown. It was about 480 people the first one, and we're at about 3,200 right now. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a whole lot of people that, that are working on this. And that's great. That's a really wonderful news. I really enjoyed myself last year that I went to, and it, I've, uh, I think I've been a, at least a couple of times before then, at least mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, last year, as you guys may have remembered, I had a Captain Kirk and Captain Janeway mm -hmm. imitation I contest. Do. It was great. <laughs> well, I had a great time with. Well, that. I had a great time yeah. because yeah. I was walking through, and you like you didn't know who I was, and you just kind of said, "Hey, hey, come here, yeah. come here, come here." And you said, yeah, I'm "Do uh, do Kirk," and I said, "Well, I can't do Kirk. I'm a girl." And you said, yeah. "Okay, do Janeway." So yeah, it wasn't well. very good, but. Well, I have to admit, it didn't make the top three. I'm, so, I'm oh, sorry. But, oh, well, um, yeah. You'll have to uh, uh, be part of that number four position that, that you'll be holding. I, yeah. Well, I'll work on it. Maybe next year, not this yeah. year, we'll do another revise. Well, and not, I'll work on my Kate Melbourne. Didn't group. you give me a suggestion that perhaps maybe instead of Captain Kirk and Captain Janeway, maybe I should do some different characters from Star Trek? And, well, yeah, I think we should broaden our horizons. You maybe know? I should. I, I'm, I was thinking Because I can do a mean Scotty. Yeah, do you think yeah. we should do seven and nine or and war uh, for something or definitely seven of nine? Yeah, oh yeah. I think that some of the girls could get really get into that. <laughs> you know, do a lot of deadpanning because yeah. that makes up for Spock. You know, yeah. you've got yeah. seven of nine instead of Spock and and yeah, Worf. Well, true. you know, I think we have a lot of Klingons who would just really like just to come and do that for you. The Klingons. You oh, do the Klingons. God. Yeah, we have well, lots of Klingons. Having a Klingon imitate Captain Kirk was... Uh, uh, oh, that's good. That was a moment of uh, science fiction history that will live on, and I still have that on tape uh, somewhere. I, I have a question up from the producer's booth. Yes. I actually was on a bus today. This is Darren up in the producer's booth. And uh, you might be able to answer this question, Pat. Okay. That um, somebody was actually saying that Klingon on the bus... What Klingon was not a real language, that it was a made-up language, it was a, a fictional language, and I actually turned to them and said, no, Klingon is an actual real language, and there's schools that you can go to yeah. to learn Klingon. And that you are correct, Aaron. That, that's what I thought. Yeah, there's a, whole, um, there's a whole group of people you can go online and find, there's a couple different places around the country where you can actually learn Klingon. And I, I'm not sure if they have any online classes for that yet, yeah. but somebody's got to th have already thought of it. I, I so. said go to YouTube. <laughs> there, yeah, there you go. Well, all I've got to say is this, and I will say it very firmly. Klingon is a real language, you patak. Ah. You patak. There you go. Now you learn very the nice. language and shut up. I'll kill you. Only I don't know how to say that in Klingon, so... I don't either, but... Yeah, well... I, but I, you have the attitude. Half of it is about <laughs> attitude. attitude. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the Klingons are sort of like Italians to the second squared or something. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, it's very... Okay, now that we're starting to digress just a little bit. Now let's talk some more about the, the this year's SciCon, sci okay. uh, um, NorWestCon. Now, I would like you to, to give me something... Uh, a feel for what's new and different about this particular science fiction con. What's what's going to be new and, and original? Well, that, uh, every we year our programming changes up. So yeah. the, the panels that you can go to and the, the discussion panels that you go to are always different. Now, we kind of keep some, there are some popular tracks that we always have. 
um, you know, the writing tracks and and uh, and uh, art tracks and things like that. But a lot of science tracks will change up the the subject matter of what we can talk about. Um, the horror tracks. Uh, there's always something different going on. So, no two conventions are ever the same. Yeah. You know, the dances are always have different themes. Uh, this year, we're actually having a masked dance. So people are being encouraged to actually bring, instead of just dressing for the for the dance, have actual masks that they've made or oh. bought to um, kind of give it a more festive flavor. Um, the art show is always different. We have several different uh, new artists coming this year. And, of course, Kaneko Craft, who is um, a grandmaster uh, artist. And uh, her work's actually... Um, hang at the Smithsonian oh, as well wow. as the New York Met. So, you know, those are always changing. So it, it's always a different landscape. Uh, who are the uh, signature speakers that you have this year? Well, uh, Patricia McKillop is our writer guest of honor. Okay. And she is hugely popular. Uh, she does mostly fantasy. Um, beautiful, beautiful woman. Her writing skills, her books are just amazing and by by design our artist guest of honor actually has have done many of her covers for her work so we've kind of have this yin and yang with them as that they they've worked together um also jim butcher and his wife are coming jim butcher oh, is most well known for the dresden files which of course were made into a series on uh, the sci-fi channel for yeah. a while yeah. which i really enjoyed yeah the name was it's very familiar to yeah us. The, the butcher name. Yeah, and his wife has started to write in her own right. <clears throat> so that'll be really different. She's a kind of a new and upcoming writer. And then um, our publisher guest of honor will be there. Um, so writers, you know, people who are breaking into the business can go to panels with them and talk about how to become a writer, how to become published, yeah. that kind of thing. So Yeah, so uh, writing is one of those things that's really hard to teach. Uh, well, I mean, so it's easy to teach somebody to write, but to write well, well, that's mm -hmm. it's, it's never an easy task. Uh, being able to write well is, is it's almost like panning for gold. Oh, uh, you yeah. look and you search for something that feels right, and uh, then you put it in and integrate it with your story. Um, ideas, there's lots of good ideas out there to be used, of course. But anyway, I don't want to get into that right now. Let's talk some more about the Norwest Con. I'm going to try to okay. remain focused here. Now, um, what type of um, vending, what, what type of, can you tell me something about the vendors that you have there? Well, it's a wide variety of vendors. I think we have over 60 vendors this year. Um, they will have jewelry, yeah. clothing. Uh, in the past, we've had boot makers, so you yeah. can specifically have your, your uh, Klingon boots. Klingon boots made. Klingon <laughs> boots or your, you know, you know, your warrior boots made. Yeah. Um, we have dealers for comic books and uh, regular book dealers, of course. We have people who are selling music, uh, games, uh, weaponry. Um, we have uh, Jesse's Pro and Steel is always comes every year. So if you're looking for that special sword, he actually makes swords. He's not just somebody uh. who sells them, but he actually can custom make things for you. So we have a lot of people like that. Has anybody been hurt by <laughs> Never, no. We have some strict rules about yeah. pull, pull, pulling weapons at the, yeah. but there's some beautiful things that he does. Yeah. And then occasionally we've had sword demonstrations too. I'll have to take a look at these when I get now, down there. Now on Sunday, you were asking earlier about something new and different that yeah. we're doing. On Sunday, we're actually having a psychic fair. Ah. And that is very new for us. Every Sunday, 
in the uh, early or late afternoon or excuse me early afternoon into the day we try to do something different on Sunday every year and this year it's a psychic fair so we're actually having palm readers psychics come out um, we have a group from Seattle who are like Ghostbusters yeah coming and bringing their equipment to oh, show people how these things real. work for real. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, it's what they're I hear real Ghostbusters. Like that, yeah. Okay. Just kind of like you see on the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. They're actually going to bring their equipment, and so that's going to be really different and new. Yeah. That's, that's kind of exciting. On the Science Fiction Channel, I think they're called Ghost Hunters. Is that they? what they're called? Yeah. I, I don't I, watch the show. Yeah. But. Ghostbusters will. Oh. Forever I, be. I, I need them to come by my mom's house. Oh. <laughs> Can I get their number? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not joking. I actually think there is something. You hear something running around upstairs. My mom's like, oh, no, it's the sump pump. I'm like, no, it's somebody running around upstairs. <laughs> you know, it's, hmm. re it's really funny. I mean, scientifically speaking, I should doubt the, the concept of ghosts. But, you know, I think that someday in the future they're going to discover a uh, material uh, quantifiable link between, well, the people living in the afterlife and still here on Earth and mm -hmm. ghosts and our own well, spirit form might actually be a form of dark matter or something. I, you know, I'm not going to dispute it because we're part part of our makeup is electrical energy. Yeah. And what happens to that electrical energy? I mean, it may be trapped. Consciousness I mean, can neither be created yeah. nor destroyed. I there That's you go. something I said a long time ago, and I I, I I believe that it's true. Consciousness may change form. You might have a mm -hmm. when you die, might consciousness may change its form and shape to to in a different way. I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about this. I'm not going to uh -huh. say I know this stuff. But I've always been kind of interested in, in psychics for that reason yeah. and even as astrology to some degree. Although, in my mind, I keep thinking to myself, this can't really be real, is it? I mean, come on. You can't. The problem with astrology that I've always had is that, uh, well, they, they have ascribed uh, attributes to things that like like Mars is a warrior planet. Well, why is it a warrior planet? Now, mm -hmm. what made it a warrior planet? Is it something that we just made up about it, or is there some real actual history to this? I imagine there probably is, but no, never I think mind. That there, I know, I think there yeah. are a history behind it. It's just that we've lost so much of our history. Oh, yeah. We've only got you know? 5,000 years of it, yeah. and the Homo sapiens have been around for at least 50,000 yeah. years, uh, and possibly way 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 longer yeah. but there's so, no way to know. So you know that's the good thing about Norwestcon. These are the kind of conversations that you can actually get into with somebody oh. and and actually discuss with them. That's why we try to do things different things every year. All night to, long. All, uh, oh, well, <laughs> no, I don't know if we want to talk about what goes on at night. <laughs> um, you know, we try to during the day we are a family friendly convention, but at yes. night things can be a little wild and no apparently Darren, you seem to know that which I am not I a Surprise. I am not a con virgin. You're not. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, I know the terminology. Oh, okay. I wasn't even going there, but uh -huh. uh, we're on the multiversal news. We can talk about anything. We can talk about anything, huh? Okay. Yep. Well, then we have the fanish fashion fetish show, and uh, that oh, always that goes at night. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's we, we do have some adult programming that goes on at night, because NorwestCon okay. is kind of a, well. No, we do. You know. We try to appeal to all fandom. Okay. Now, well, NorwestCon, well, well, at I'd, our heart, we yeah. are a literary convention. Yeah. I mean, that is our focus, and part of our goals is about making sure that people understand the roots of, of science fiction is really in the literature. Yeah. But we as a group have such a 
a variety of interests that we try to draw in a broad spectrum of people with many interests so that we can introduce them to things that they don't know. Not necessarily adult programming per se, but you know, if you've come for, you bring your family, um, you know, your kids, you can bring them to, we have kid programming to get them introduced to science fiction, to reading, to, to science, hard sciences. But there's all kinds of things that people want to be able to do. We're kind of a one-stop shopping yeah. for fandom. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we have the dances, and that's kind of why the East <clears throat> Coast sometimes kind of frowns on us, because they're very more serious about their science fiction and their literature. And, you know, well, us West Coast we, kids, we're kind of we're exactly. hip and cool. We like well, look at Darren. Like I mean, fun. he knows how hip and cool it is, yeah. right? Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah, that's what I... He's experienced yeah. it personally. I know bio. Yeah. I know biohazard parties. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, we really can talk about everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, being a former chairman of the convention, I know all about biohazard. They, I have a free pass in when you're the chairman. Yeah. Yeah, you can okay. bypass that line. Oh, yeah. And go right in, yeah. So I've been to a few of those parties. Oh, yeah. well. I know. Uh, I look pretty boring. I look like I'm an old gal, <laughs> but I'm not as boring anyone as Anyone who's, who's at the level you're at with NorwestCon, I doubt is boring in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, here's a not-so-serious question. How many Klingons have you whipped at a late-night party at the NorwestCon? None. <laughs> None? I'm, fr- I'm not stupid. <laughs> oh, you're That's a awesome. No, because if I... Whoa! <laughs> If I whip them, they're going to want to whip me. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're Klingons. Yeah. I'm more into elves. <laughs> elves? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little okay. pointy ear action. Little, okay. you know, little bow action. And yeah. if you're lucky, you might get a pot of gold at the end. Or is that a no, That's a leprechaun, my friend. Uh, yeah. Damn. I know. You're mixing your genres now. Well, elves. No, I am, an I- I am Irish, by the Well, elves, at least they can help you kill Sauron or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I was into Legolas, man. He was. Yeah, there's yeah, lots of different types of elves. I mean, when you look at all the elf literature, elves can either be small little harmless creatures or they can kick your ass, you know. Or yeah, I like the ass-kicking ones, especially yeah. if they have a good derriere. Well, yeah, they've, uh, elves are, like, very acrobatic, uh, mm-hmm. very very well, well aware of their bodies, much more than us uh, trudging little humans. Our trollish selves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not as quite as pretty as those stuck-up elves are, but hey, <laughs> we're people. We're people too. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. we we're we people. are people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're the very definition of people. Anyhow, oh, that's uh, kind of sad. Let's, Maybe let's, we could get better. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, well, that's way off subject. I think okay. someday we will evolve into elves. Slowly hmm. but surely, over time, our ears will sharpen up, and our minds will hopefully it, do the same. Isn't that out in universe? Three one eight nine six two one nine zero, Greg. Where that's already uh, happened that's in the multiverse. Yeah, are elves related to to Vulcans? Uh, that's an interesting point. Now, on this show, I have frequently discussed the possibilities of alternate universes, mm-hmm. and I've uh, actually spoken to me, the alternate Greg, in alternate universes, said to explain sort of what's going on. I don't have an example of that today. Oh, okay. Uh, the multiverse has been kind of quiet lately. But actually, right now, we're in the midst of a multi-universal uh, war. There's an evil Greg out there in universe 050616 who mm-hmm. has uh, been able to control gravity from other universes and has caused asteroids to destroy, notably, uh, uh, the Earth of universe 
eight seven four six. And that was a Greg was a personal friend of mine. He was a uh, suffered from depression and uh, oh, and had so a hard life. And then now yeah. he's dead. His whole world's been destroyed. God. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Well, it sucks. And but right now we're we're in the midst of this multiversal uh, war. And uh, I don't know what the end of it's going to be like. Now, anyway, see, this sounds like a yeah. subject we should be talking about in a panel at NorWestCon. <laughs> Perhaps we will. Yes. The um, multiversal panel. Yeah, I, I'd maybe love to next see it. Year. Okay. Yeah. Or, or, well, it's a little late this year to, to do yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're pretty locked in, but I think we could start working on that well, you know, next week. In, in, in NorWestCon 35. Maybe yeah. we could have an outdoor panel next year from the ITV Live mobile studio. Ooh. There and, we go. and have people talking and streaming out of the studio. Yeah, we perhaps, can do that. Perhaps All right. the evil Greg could make an appearance. That would be fun. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he'd love to. Uh, do you think you could find the evil Pat? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I might we'll have be to work on that. We could put Wait, Greg how do we Pat. know you're not fooling us and you are the evil Pat <laughs> right now? Dude, maybe don't we have to give find the good. <laughs> don't give it up. We're all a little evil, right? I put my happy face on for you and, yeah. like, you know, dang. Well, I got to warn you, when you turn evil, yeah. you grow a beard. So it's, oh, yeah. I don't know if my husband would like that. Was, <laughs> hmm. uh, well, I don't know if that works for evil women or not. I, I oh, that was like from the Star Trek episode when everybody was like, evil. and Spock had the yeah the had beard, the little goatee yeah. and, and ever he since looked then, pretty hot. Uh, he he did, actually yeah. looked better yeah, as the evil Spock than the, the non-evil Spock. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's, that's no doubt. You know, it's about nice it. to see that he's still working. He just had yeah. his episodes on Fringe, so. On, that was pretty on good. Fri what? Yeah. Fringe. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's he's been doing this stuff on Fringe. Um, um, and well, actually, this last episode last week, he was all a cartoon character within the universe. You had to see. Yeah, it was anyway. I'll have. But to at least he's still start working. Watching yeah. that more. Yeah, that's the uh, Fringe has got that lady from uh, uh, involved. No, Fringe is. Uh, this is not the science fiction channel. This is yeah. ABC, right? No, no. Fringe it, is not that one. No, this is the one on Fox. Oh, the one on Fox. Yeah. Channel 13. They have multi-universes, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, wild, crazy stuff going well, on. Well, you know, it's not like it's I like invented fringe the science. idea. It's, the whole course, idea behind it is fringe science. Fringe science. Yes. Oh, I see. So science that yeah. uh, that's kind of frowned upon by the... Uh, the uh, majority of the science fiction community. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm really trying to, to get more scientists on the show. Mm -hmm. um, I got Buddy Ratner, who's a, a bioengineer from Washington, to come on, and I'm going to try to get more people. That's sort of the, what I'm pushing for on this show is to be more not just science fiction, but science itself uh -huh. and, and discuss the real hard sciences that are fascinating to me. It's uh, and I know there are scientists that speak at the convention. Who do you got? What scientists do you have uh, coming on to the the convention this year? Well, go to our website at www.norwestcon.org and look that up because you know <laughs> we org. have dot org. Yeah. yeah, org. We um, there's so many panelists. I actually don't know. Okay. I mean, we have over a uh, hundred and twenty panelists this year. Um, working on their Westcon, good and doing all that, yeah. So it's it, it's just always changing. So I know I'm supposed to know every part of it, but I have to be honest, I don't. Wow, it's that big. It's that, that the, big. The PR yeah. person can't keep up. With no, it. well, we have over 400 hours of programming. Wow. So yeah, it's literally things start about 10 o'clock in the morning programming yeah. and it goes on until midnight sometimes it's, it's later like especially the gaming candy factory you got all this candy and only one stomach to cram it into it's i know and it's only four days of cramming it into yeah i know it's it's kind of hard oh good gravy 
Well, Aren't you supposed to turn that thing th- off? Th- that's not me. <laughs> no, no, it's not me either. I mean, it's our host. Well, it's hard being popular. Here, I, I'll, I'll turn it off right now. <laughs> well, I, I have to apologize. Well, that was the, our, our central command. Uh, there's a, a, an emergency starting to develop. Uh-oh. Well, I'll talk to him after the show. I mean, so what? The Earth's in danger again. Big deal. It can wait 30 minutes, all right? Now, come on. We don't need to, to stop everything. Uh, uh, actually, because... 15 minutes. <laughs> I thought maybe it was the boss got a little concerned about Darren's... Uh, Partying oh. habits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am the boss. <laughs> oh, you are the boss. Well, who's going to yell at you if you're going to go off and party <laughs> well, all night? It's kind of a weird situation. I, uh, I technically, Darren is my boss. Yeah. But I hire him to be my <laughs> flunky here and to, to film me and sort of stuff. So, so the boss is the speaking, flunky, but the flunky yeah, is. And, the and boss. in a strange sense the of the word, boss. I also get the boss Darren around a little bit. Although I'm not really too hard on the guy. I mean, come on, he's my boss. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a weird symbiotic relationship that we have here. He does a lot of things that, uh, uh, being the he's not just a producer. He's everything. He does mm-hmm. everything here, and which is uh, an, an amazing kind of quality that uh, Darren can. You have to be able to them. see in multiverses ah. to be able to do what yeah. I do with the show. Well, you know, that's kind of like NorwestCon. It's yeah. many of us. NorwestCon is an all volunteer organization. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. No one on the staff gets paid, uh, the, I, and many of us do have many jobs. I'm, yeah. you know, doing PR this year, but I, as I mentioned, I've been the chairman in the past. I've been an operations director, and currently, my husband and I run the art show. Oh. So, well, once you're a chairman, you never really go away. You find some other job to do so you can keep your fingers in. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a control issue. It's, but, it's sort of like yeah. in China, where even though you're no longer the chairman, you can still boss the chairman around. Uh, yeah, just a little bit, <laughs> or at least you try a lot. So you're like the chairman ding of a well. The, there's uh, like there's like four or five of us all standing behind the chairman, whispering in his ear. Yeah, and sometimes he like goes like this and. Whoever's the closest is the one. <laughs> kind of like a Chinese checker. Just go, boom, 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 boom. Kind of dominoes, knocks us down, and tells us to shut up. But you, but you still but we, get to, yeah. to, to get your point. You still get to, to have what you want, though, occasionally. Uh, occasionally. Yeah, all right. You okay. got to kind of talk nice because, you know, he's the boss. Nah, but then again, in an all-volunteer organization, is, no is anybody for, really boss? Is there no respect, respect? for seniority? Come on. I mean, this is... I have seniority. Yeah. Right. I've been doing this. Well, actually, okay, my husband has seniority. He's been doing it 34 years. Yeah. I've only been doing it 25 years. So. Uh, next time you get a, a new chairman in there or something. Yeah. This huh. chairman's only been doing it. Some fancy pants yeah. new chairman thinks he's a big shot and it's going to start running things just the way he wants to. Well, then he can do that, and then we'll vote a woman in. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then we'll find a Klingon and, you know. Oh, hey, we yes. are a we are you know open organization. Okay. Yeah, Klingons, elves. We, we welcome everybody. If you want to volunteer and give us your time, we'll take it. Well, I'm kind of doing that right now. There you and, go. And yeah. where can they find out more information about signing up for that for next year, or can they still get in on this year if you need help? Well, actually, at the convention, uh, we do ask our members, the people who are attending, to, to give of their time. So at the convention, if you go to our volunteer office, which will be in, oh, down in the 700 wing, most people who have been to the convention know where that is but somebody can just ask when somebody will point in the right direction you can sign up and do some volunteering door watching hey, uh, security get into the convention, you know right? do runners yeah they can yeah. um but if you want to become part of the actual staff if you just go to our website there's lots of information there about that too well, okay well now that we're uh, talking about this sort of stuff why don't you tell me exactly 
Where, what the address of the Norwest Con is going to be this year? Is it the same place? Yes, we'll be at the Doubletree Hotel at the SeaTac Airport, okay. which is at 188th and 99. Okay. Um, it starts on this coming Thursday. Okay. And runs what through time? Sunday. What time on Thursday? Uh, Usually, if you come in about 3 to 4 o'clock, registration is open. I believe registration is opening at noon this year. Okay. Um, but actual programming doesn't really start until mid-afternoon, 3, 4 o'clock. Okay. okay. So that if you're checking in or, you know, if you want to hang out and find your friends, that's a good time to start that. So it's not 8 o'clock in the morning? Oh, not on <laughs> Thursday, no. We'll start, we actually start setting up on Wednesday night. Yeah. And start moving all of our equipment in and setting up panels and Except tables and chairs and all that kind of Except refrigerators and all kinds of stuff. Is that when the booth people move in their product and so uh, They start on Thursday, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. they'll start on Thursday. Some of them do yeah. come in on Wednesday. The dealer's room opens up on Friday. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, excuse me. I believe that they do open for a, like a short period on Thursday evening just to get our feet wet and then full okay. blown on Friday. Well, I want to give everybody a nepotism alert. Uh -oh. uh, my sister... Your is sister. selling hats at like she did last year at Norwest Con. Oh, before them, yeah, she's oh, cool. she sells hats for dogs, and uh, for dogs. Well, that's fan dogs. Purposes. Well, because yeah. we have lots of you know fans love pets. So, yeah. <laughs> does she make anything for cats? Because I have cats. I think she does. All right, that, then now you got it covered. It's her name is Risha Lineweber. Okay, and uh, just just check her out. She'll uh, okay, cool. Uh, uh, I'm sure she'll be more than happy to give you a, a, a cat hat. A cat in the hat. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, I just had to be said. Yes, I know, I know. I just know avoiding it. Um. <laughs> but we're in West Seattle. West yeah. Seattle is a dog place. So yeah, yeah. So she'll she'll uh, she should do well. Yeah. Well, I, uh, she's uh, uh she does more than just hats for cats. She makes hats for the rest of us, and she's uh gonna be doing wardrobes for this particular show. Oh, cool. Uh, she already made me a really cool science fiction coat that's gonna be used in a, in a future series, which. I cannot tell you how this is going to turn out because oh. it's a state secret. Oh, well, yes. that's good. Keep people on the hook. That's right. Well, you just never know what's going to happen because right now we're in the midst of an intercosmic war. Uh, an asteroid could be flung at our planet at any time now. Any moment now. Yes, and uh, how are we going to defend ourselves? Heck, we've had three whole movies about that, so it, it, yeah. eventually it's going to happen. Well, I know that Bruce Willis is going to be ready to defend us at, uh, when oh. the time comes. Always. Yeah. He'll probably um, stand on a big skyscraper, you know. And yeah, then well, you know, he is actually a, off a field agent for the NSA. I mean, I people didn't know that. Yeah, him, and, him and most of the movie stars are actually field agents for the NSA. I mean, it's a small story. I, I don't want to, like, uh, blow the lid didn't off. Didn't you see Men in Black? Yes, it's That's true. Men in Black was yeah. an actual uh, uh, documentary of, of actual factual events that have occurred here on the planet. Now, that's a job I would like to have. Be a men in black? Absolutely. Well, see. Chick in black. I'd be a chick in black. Yeah. But yeah. you may already have been a chick in black. Oh, that's and true. Remember. And not that's known right. it. I I've, uh, I can't remember if I was one or not. And uh, I think if I'm not one now, it's probably because I screwed something up like, <laughs> 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 like Will Smith did, but only worse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I'd like but he to redeemed himself in that movie Independence Day, where he flew in and saved and the day, right? Blew up the yeah the aliens. You know that's not one of my favorite movies, and I don't want to go into all the details. But uh, <laughs> there's uh, the trouble with that movie. Can't so, imagine why. Well, a lot of scientists have complained that the that uh, that particular movie had a lot of scientific facts just plain wrong. They got a lot of the 
the. Uh, well, how often does Hollywood actually get science facts right? Okay, good point. Well, the Star, Star Trek. Star Trek was pretty good about well, having scientists on hand to. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Well, now what if you're talking about the movies? That's correct, but you know, actually, Star Trek, if you think about it, was was true science fiction because in the early days because yes, the science yeah. that they created. Yeah later became fact, science fact. They went That's from so science cool. fiction to fi yeah. science fact. Yeah, yeah, we're getting to the point right now where we can teleport uh, electrons and stuff like this. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, man, there's a, been this research, I can't remember his name right now, but he's been, uh, this is going to be part of our communication system in the future. So we're going to be using quantum uh, entanglement to send messages across light years, you know, instantly. Which cool. is, is going to be, oh, yeah, it's fascinating. And we're starting to do it right now. This is the, we are on the cusp of amazing scientific developments. I just hope that uh, we don't wreck this beautiful planet of ours uh, before we get a chance to enjoy some of the uh, enlightenment that uh, the scientific discovery will bring. Uh, but that science fiction serves uh, uh, an a important role in. Um, bringing this to people to, to not only just bringing uh interesting stories but bringing us the soul of what the future could be mm -hmm. you know and, and and that's what i've always thought of science fiction as and how important it is for us to uh understand the future as it could be um well it brings us hope yes you know that we can overcome who we are currently and become something better and something more yes it, it, for the it, most part yeah right exactly it brings us hope and we can genetically modify ourselves to become better people. <laughs> hmm. Well, I suppose. Yes, yeah, well, we just need to... Well, there's all sorts of uh, problems with genetically modifying ourselves. Because, you know, like, let's say, for instance, if we take away the genetic modification for greed, we might also take, uh, take away the, the human compulsion for uh, uh, um, uh, trying to build a... a to, What's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. But see, if I had the but right see, genes, your, if I was genetically inner, structured, yeah. I you would say that word. You could pluck that out. <laughs> Darren, you should be plucking these words out I'm for sorry, us. I'm sorry. What, what, what? No. Pluck some words out for us. You know, uh, actually, words. Darren the producer. Is, is working on a clone vault there, there to, <laughs> really? to clone and genetically modify uh, Himself? talk shows. Yeah. Host. Well, he's already perfect. There's nothing we can do oh, to make okay. Darren better. But I, I have more reasons why I'd want to clone myself. <laughs> well, think yeah, of all the other parties you could go to at Northwest. Exactly. You could be at the, there's like four parties at a time. You could be at all of them at once. I'm going to yeah, try to make every go. single one of them. Yeah, with my luck, I would send my clone to the fun parties, and I'd be stuck with the, the wiener party. <laughs> well, that may be the best party that. to go to there, though. You never <laughs> well, know. It just yeah. depends on your the flavor of your spice, I guess. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Now we're getting back to the Fanish fashion F fetish, fetish fashion. show. Yeah, yes. got about four minutes left, Greg. Okay, well we're gonna wrap oh, this up pretty quick. Okay. But let's spend the last four minutes talking about fetishes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, let's not. Okay. All right. Let's talk about something important. Okay. What is the most important thing you want to leave with people? Uh, at the end of the show, what's the most important thing you want them to think about uh, as when they're thinking about going to the science fiction convention? That, you know, NorwestCon is a place that you can come and be yourself. You can, you know, it doesn't matter if you are a restaurant worker or if you're a UW professor. 
everybody can come here and be yourself and interact with each other and be accepted and you can learn and you can have fun and you can be part of a community that really embraces the future embraces um you know who we are and what we can do and wants to dream about things yeah you know it really is a place to be safe where you can bring your family um and just just be and, and I think that that's important. It's a community. And I won't get attacked by a Klingon? You will not get a... You know, <laughs> Klingons are really very nice. They don't want you to know that. I know that. But yeah, if was, you've ever seen yeah. a Klingon do karaoke, it's really hard to imagine them not, like, you know, being your friend. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's just... It's a community of people who, who care, who want to read, who want to share their dreams and their hopes and, and just kind of have come together and... Have a good time. Yeah. Wow. It's for everybody. Well. Even it, for the evil Greg. Yeah, well, you know, the evil Greg has his problems, but, you know, he is basically me. So whatever faults and advantages I have, he also has at the same time, which makes it really hard to understand why he would want to destroy whole worlds. That's completely against my own personal nature. But this is one of those things that I'll have to deal with later on. Um, yeah. I have a little Freudian action I might help you balance that out. I, well, that's true. I guess that I'm capable of destroying worlds, but if I had the power, I would want to do it. But you know, he was raised differently. His uh, his worldview is different from mine. Probably, like most of us, is affected by how we behave and how we act. And that's probably true with aliens mm -hmm. and true with uh, any type of uh, person out there. Uh, Darren, how are we doing for time? Uh, we got about two minutes left. Two minutes left? Wow. Well, if I had my way, I would genetically alter the Republican Party, but maybe we shouldn't <laughs> talk about that. Well, you know, if I, I'm going to dream big about science fiction, I, I would yeah. genetically alter their um, mission. I think they've already been genetically altered. Yeah, well, okay, then I'd revert them back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, we'd, it'd be nice to welcome them back into the hands of the human party. Well, they're not uh, actually Republicans anymore, so I just want to make that clear. Oh, they're, yeah. They really are. They're, they're something else. Reptilians? Yeah, uh, gotten, yeah, it does start with an R. Reptilians. This is not Eisenhower's party anymore. It isn't. No. No, it isn't. It's not my father's party. God, you know, Eisenhower brought the tax rate up from 79 under uh, Roosevelt up to 91%. Mm -hmm. believe, how did he manage to do that? Because it was an American thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back then people were proud to pay. Their I'm taxes, the general. Pay your taxes. Yeah. 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 No but you know, say, oh, how I wish for the days of Eisenhower. But you know, there are Republicans who are science fiction fans. Oh, really? Again, we yeah. embrace everybody. Uh, and I'm not going to get stabbed by a Republican. Absolutely <laughs> not. Those are good okay. Republicans. Oh. Because they read. Okay. Oh. They dream. Wow. I know. It's hard to believe, but I know that they're out there because some of them are my friends. Okay. So well, I don't want to slam all Republicans. No, we shouldn't. And we Maybe shouldn't. just the Tea Party. I, well, <laughs> that's an easy target. Come on. Who doesn't yeah, slam yeah. the Tea Party? Come on. They, they I, 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 I kind of don't think I have any Tea Party science fiction fans. I'm, I could be wrong. Well, so if you're watching this show right now and you are a Tea Party <sighs> person and a science fiction fan, you must come to NorwestCon. Come find me, and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, i got to Because we're open-minded. Aren't Tea Party people already living in their own science fiction domain? Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay, that's a high five. That That is a high five moment. Yeah. There you All go. All right, there we go. Well, that, that's probably a good way to, to end, end it. End the there. show? We're okay. about uh, through with time, aren't we? 
That is correct. Oh, okay. okay. We thought maybe you took off for that party. Well, <laughs> the tea party? Oh, no. There's a little bit more than tea at those parties. All right, folks, I just want to say in conclusion come to the Norwest Con. If you live in your own science fiction world, then you will feel very welcome here. That means, and that goes to all Tea Party members and everyone on Earth. If you want to live in another world, maybe this is the world to live in. Maybe you will find that domain into the alternate universe where you truly belong. All right, this is the Multiversal News. Thank you very much. We'll see you again next week. Thank Pat, you, Greg. Pat Booze, thank you very much for coming on. Anytime. It's been a pleasure to have you on. It's amazing how fast Great an fun. hour can go. Great fun. And and that website for NorwestCon, one more time. Speaking it of domains. NorwestCon.org. Org, org, org. We're an organization. Yes. Okay. Well, great. Bye. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. All right. We'll see you next week. And we'll at, see the you at the NorwestCon. Yep. I'm attorney Alexander Ransom. Have you been charged with a DUI or faced any other criminal charges? 
If you're in trouble with the law, you need a trial attorney who's aggressive, experienced, and effective. Call today for a free consultation, the law offices of Alexander Ransom. I look forward to serving you and getting your criminal charges reduced or dismissed. Call today. The law offices of Alexander Ransom. Call today. Our systems will rock your world. 